Okay, welcome to another episode of the Waiver Wired podcast presented by FanDuel. I am one of your hosts, Jerry Ferrar. I'm joined each and every week by Jennifer Piacenti. Jen, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I, shit's going down. I don't know. There's so many. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Melvin Gordon, <sighs> the, the Titans, like you had five bye weeks and they're now awesome. Uh, shit's going down. I don't even know where to begin. I feel like we should just jump right in. Uh, we were just kind of talking off air. Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Right. Right. Now he's on the market. He's out there. Right. Where do we think he's going to go now where he's going to go and maybe where he should go might be two different questions. You know, Uh, there are a lot of teams that need running back help, but where should he go? I guess let's split it into an A and B. Where would he go that would be best for the team signing him for a Super Bowl versus where would he go that's best for fantasy owners, I guess. Let's split it into two parts. So NFL-wise, if you want to win Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl, not Mm -hmm. thinking about fantasy, where should Le'Veon Bell go? And where do you think he might end up? I think he should go to the Buffalo Bills. What is this because Moss has been a little banged up? Moss and has a been banged deaf? up with this toe thing in and out. Devin Singletary just hasn't been fabulous. And they really are a strong team. And last night after getting beat by the Titans, I feel like if they just really want to shore it up, I don't know that Devin Singletary is their future. He's kind of usually a, a bit of an injury problem too. I mean, he's been fine this year, but I don't know that he's extraordinary. And I, Le'Veon Bell's right there for the taking. Yeah, so uh, you're not wrong there. I mean, I've been I, as someone also. I'm thinking in fantasy terms. I shouldn't just yet, but having watched Singletary and Moss, I mean Moss hasn't played, so watching a lot of Singletary. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay, and Buffalo's mm-hmm. good. But yeah, certain things were exposed. Ironically enough, I think a team that if they really wanted to add a piece that could really get them that much close to the Super Bowl, I really think, ironically, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, I know that will never happen, but, you know, you throw Le'Veon Bell in there because, you know, Connor gets some injuries, a little depth. Mm-hmm. They have Benny Snell, but that would just really solidify another amazing weapon for a team that is looking pretty good. Uh, other teams, I think, should try to sign him to shore up their their at least playoff, if not Super Bowl chances, why not the Packers? Now you the have Packers? Your, yeah, you have your number one. Oh. You have yeah. your number one running back. You're a little yeah. thin in receiver already. I mean, you got Robert Tanyan is now the best tight end. Robert Motherfucker <laughs> Tanyan is the best tight end in football. I'm saying, I'm not saying get Le'Veon Bell to be your number one. I'm saying he's your third down back. He's your receiving running back and add a little depth for Green Bay. I'm talking about a team that wants to win yeah. a Super Bowl. I don't think they, yeah, no, I don't know. Aaron Jones is just too good. We all just missed him and said he couldn't do it again. We were all worried about touchdown regression. Guess what? He's on pace for even more than ever before. And I remember last week being frustrated that Aaron Jones wasn't in the game more because they insisted on using Jamal Full Williams. I'm sorry, Jamal Williams. And they kept putting him in the game. And so I think that they really believe in that, that tandem. And then they have you know, they have some rookie options as well that they like. So I don't think I don't think he'll go to Green Bay. Plus, we as we know, Green Bay doesn't like to help Aaron Rodgers by giving him new weapons. They just like him to deal with whatever they have. I'm just trying and to say does. a team that's like a piece away from really locking it down. Another team that I could just see it happening. Uh, Seattle. I could just see it. I don't know why I could see I mean, Le'Veon Bell in a Seahawks uniform. And obviously Carson's great. He even has injury problems and they could still like Carlos hides the backup there. He's banged up. So they could certainly use again, just some depth for that piece. I don't know if Le'Veon Bell's getting 20 touches anymore, but eight Mm -hmm. touches a game, 10 touches a game. That would be pretty good. You mentioned off the air. This is an intriguing team because I think this takes a 
an and frisky team to a playoff uh-huh. team staking in the AFC East, the Miami yep. Dolphins. Yep. That would oh, be I want him to go to the Miami Dolphins. I think it would be so much fun. This team has so much moxie coming out and beating up on San Francisco. But the one thing, and don't get me wrong, Miles Gaskin has been fine. I mean, yes. he's been kind of usable, but he's not extraordinary. Jordan Howard is not extraordinary. And Matt Breida is not extraordinary. I mean, he has abilities, but again, often injury risk and they're not using him so clearly they're not 100% sold on their run game they've got two fantastic quarterbacks I mean can you imagine that Ryan Fitzpatrick can be this good and he may still get sat halfway through the season for Tua why not go ahead and take a chance on Le'Veon Bell I'd I'd love to see it I think they become especially with the added playoff team I think they become a real threat to make the playoffs with Le'Veon they got the receivers for sure I mean Jordan Howard was on pace, I think, to have more touchdowns than yards at one point. Yes, uh, I think he's he since defeated that, <laughs> but it's still pretty close. That would be really fun. Uh, now, switching to the fantasy aspect of it, yeah, okay, taking out the teams that might be a piece away from you know really improving their odds. As a fantasy owner, where would you, if you had a, a share of Le'Veon Bell, what situation do you think would loan itself out? to get the max value fantasy-wise for Le'Veon Bell right now? I think fantasy-wise, it would probably also be Miami. Miami, you think? Yeah, I think so. You think he instantly gets the bulk of the, like the more touches out of of the gate? I think almost instantly, yeah. It's not like you can say Miles Gaskin is such a special talent. They they have to use him. I mean, I actually, you know, don't think, Gaskin isn't the talent that like, even uh, James Robinson has proved to be, or even Mike Davis in Christian McCaffrey's absence. So don't get me wrong. He's, he's fine. He's doing a good job. But if you had Le'Veon Bell, come on. I don't know. I'm looking around. I mean, I know Tampa Bay loves Ronald Jones. Oh, he would fit in really well in he Tampa. He would, but they, didn't they just spend a lot of money? They did. Well, no, they did. That's, on that, Fournette? Yes, that's not going to happen. That's problem. Another, I'll, I'll leave it with this. This could be a good fantasy and a good NFL signing that I don't think will happen, but should the Chicago Bears. Yes, I agree. They lost their really big third down receiving threat with Tariq Cohen gone. He really was a threat for them. They don't, you know, Montgomery's been fine. You know, he's been fine. Nothing. I'm not trying to say you should start over Montgomery, but that would really be a weapon that could maybe take the Bears from like, yeah, they're good to like, wow, it's a legit playoff team. A hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. And actually, that's what I thought at first. I thought, God, Chicago should just go get Le'Veon Bell because they keep trying to force David Montgomery into being a thing. And I'm sorry for everyone that loves David Montgomery, but he's really just not that good. He doesn't really have bursts. He doesn't really cut well. He doesn't juke well. He's just not that good. And I understand that Nagy wants to keep running with him. Thank God he finally got his first touchdown. I'm sure he's a perfectly sweet kid and he's fine, but he is not a generational talent. Le'Veon Bell is someone that could be really special. And as you said, they've already lost Tariq Cohen. So even if they still wanted to stick with Monty, there's just so many opportunities there. And they're kind of hurting at quarterback, so they need to figure out ways to score whatever way they can. And if it's going to be on the ground, I don't think they can just rely on David Montgomery. Yeah, but you know, you know what will end up happening is like the Rams will sign him so they just have four running right. backs and it's impossible. <laughs> Why not? You know what? Why not? Just throw them on the Rams. They only have three talented running yeah. backs. Um Yeah, it's a fun conversation and I don't again, I love making fun of the Jets. I truly do. Uh they have been a they have just been a shit show. Gase has been a shit show. I mean, that's Uh, what's so frustrating about it. You look at it. Obviously, we are not privy to what goes on behind closed doors. But the idea that Le'Veon Bell gets let go before Adam Gase. So you're sticking with Gase. So you're sticking with this. And and let's talk about players that have broken out after getting away from Adam Gase. Ryan Tannehill. And Robbie Anderson. Robbie and my guy. Don't prove it enough to you. What are they thinking in the Jets' home office? I just don't get it. And I'm not saying maybe Le'Veon Bell is the worst person to work with, but when you have a talent like that, I I just can't imagine what they're thinking. And someone who should give him a look, uh, because now that the Bill O'Brien era is over, if you really want to just start Mm -hmm. like repatching. I know you got David Johnson there. You, totally. And I know he was a part of a big trade. I don't think David Johnson should be there. I that agree. trade was not right 
uh, at all for the Texans. But I don't know. I mean, that might be just like a, a flare to save the season. That division is, you know, Tennessee just seems to be running away with it. So I don't even know if they could catch up at this point. But, you know, they, maybe adding Bell could finally make Watson feel like, okay, then now we're back to trying to get me some weapons again after giving away DeAndre freaking Hopkins. Oh, just... Oh, I can't still wouldn't even. be over that. I can't even. That would be like if we <laughs> traded you from the show, Jen. Like if we oh. traded you and they're stuck with me and oh. you're gone on some other show getting 12 catches a game and I'm over here just <laughs> like, um, uh, Minshew, Gardner Minshew is who you should No, no, you can't break week. up the chemistry. That's how it works, no. right? No. It's never happening. Uh, other news, obviously, and we're monitoring the situation as all of you are, the Melvin Gordon situation that that surprised us all on I this mean, one. Like, I, I, yeah. Do these? not have the uber app i'm sorry like it's so easy to get a ride share you know it's frustrating because in times like this with covid and we have so many things that we can't prevent please prevent the things that are preventable melvin gordon come on just don't don't speed don't drink and drive just don't do those things it's pretty simple Pretty simple. I, it, but luckily, Philip Lindsay uh, is healthy again. So for those of you who have Melvin Gordon, hopefully you can still uh, pick up Philip Lindsay. Yeah, we're going to keep an eye on that situation, too. And uh, we have our FanDuel updates coming up in a little <gasps> bit. Uh, we're going to yeah. update you on what happened last week. We're going to update you with a 1v1. And we are gonna, we're going to talk some, some lineups. I have some bold, bold calls in FanDuel. And then we even got to uh, bring everybody up to speed. We mentioned it briefly last week with uh, with your, your your buddy Howard Bender. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We have we might have a little side bet action. We already had one. We might be upgrading the side bet. So all the FanDuel stuff is coming up in a minute. I only really have a few seasonal things to throw by at you. I don't know if you have any seasonal situations. Um, first for me, I'm the idiot who drafted Dalvin Cook and then did not make Mattinson a priority, like a mm. top priority. He was a priority, mm. but I should have reached way earlier to get him. And now I'm feeling the wrath of that, at least for a week, because I know they got their bye week coming up. So I really only have a few options in this situation. I, I was, I, I, I'm fine at running back. I'm able to plug. I got Hunt. Uh, I got Connor. So my starting running backs are fine. So I'm able to then... But Cook was my, you know, he's my centerpiece. So I am yeah. losing points here. I got to really kill it on the flex position. I have Shark, Chark. I always want to say mm -hmm. Shark. Chark, but obviously he's iffy. I have uh, I have Zach Moss, which he's still a question. Now I have Jerry Judy. Mm -hmm. And then on the wire, the only thing I was able to find, the fill in at flex, that had a little bit of sneaky value. Scotty Mitchell's out there. Okay. That's um, it. That's what I'm looking at, Jen. I mean, yeah. Shark Chark would be the would be the move. I think Chark is the move. But he's questionable. Yeah. That was very painful last week. Him leaving the game. Uh, you know, it just was it just hurt a lot of people. It even hurt you and FanDuel, I think, right? Yes, it did. And yeah, it was pretty much the thing that ruined my FanDuel lineup, unfortunately. You would have won easily if he played a full game. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's stunk. Um, but still, I think I think Chark is here. But Judy could be a great play, too. New um, England defense. I, I mean, mean, it's tricky with New England, but is Stephen Gilmore going to play? That's um, what I'm monitoring, too. So if yeah. Gilmore doesn't play, it's probably Judy, Then you're right? good. Yes. I think if, if Gilmore doesn't play, it's Judy. If Gilmore does play, should I really investigate? Should I really investigate Scotty? I don't think so. No? No, go I mean, look at what he's actually like he's a done. solid 10, 12 points, and I don't know. I know, it's a reach. Wow. I screwed myself. I didn't get Mattinson. I screwed myself. I, I mean, I'm going to look it up right now, but he actually has been disappointing um, when people needed him most. And I'm also the idiot that, yeah. you know, I drafted Drew Brees and Joe Burrow to back him up. Burrow, who I'm now starting to say, not that I was wrong about him. I think I was wrong I, I, wrong about the team. And again, I, I dislike yeah. the matchup heavily. Uh, and I also have the Colts defense, so I'm not going to start Joe Burrow. Now, I was smart enough to pick up Herbert, but he's on bye week as well. Breeze is yes. on bye week. So next man up, uh, I'm shooting high for Tannehill. Um, I love Tannehill. He's still I've out there. I've loved Tannehill. Why I is he still he... out there in fantasy? So 
have we talked about this on the show? I think we did maybe a couple weeks ago. I think I brought it up. I love Ryan Tannehill and I don't understand why nobody gives him the respect that he deserves. The guy plays almost mistake free football. Um, he's just really, really good. And it's not a small sample size anymore. It's just not. The guy is good and it's not, and you shouldn't worry because their team runs too much because did you see what happened last night? They absolutely trounced the Buffalo Bills. And by the way, a well-rested Derrick Henry is something to fear. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out now. Scotty Miller, zero of- targets, zero receptions last week. I'm not feeling it. I think we're not doing that. AJ Brown looked like we missed AJ Brown. We haven't seen him in a minute. He looked still every bit of like a legit number one receiver. Yep. I don't know. I just look around the NFL and I look around at some of these fantasy backs that are starting as quarterbacks that are starting. It's like Ryan Tannehill. I don't know if you're in a 12 team. Is Ryan Tannehill not the 12th best fantasy quarterback at this point? I bet he's better than that if we looked at the actual fantasy points. I bet he's higher than that. I can look that up right now. He gets um, you some rushing yards. All right. I'm trying yeah, hard to pick him up. Thing. He's available. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get him. And he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get him because I'm I'm three and two in that league. So I have a chance at, uh, at getting him. And also monitoring my Alshon Jeffrey situation very, very closely. Ryan uh, now he has a non-COVID illness that's kept him away from the team. I, I don't know if he's actually ever going to play, but that was my one draft and stash that probably did not work. And I'm also looking for defenses. I have a little interesting call here because in one in our in our auction league, which I mean, again, you and I are still one and two in points. Yes, the um, Gotham Diamond, Gotham Gridiron District is it's it's getting it's getting it's getting it's getting good. But I, I yeah. don't love the Buffalo Bills defense this week against the Chiefs coming off a loss. How could you? I don't either. I, don't I have either. a really dumb call. This is a total reach, total flyer. I'm not suggest. I might do this because I, feel, I'm just feeling confident in this league. I just got a funny feeling. I like what I saw from the New York Giants defense last week, okay? I know it was Dallas. I know it was a high-scoring game. I know they gave up passes. Those are two incredible catches to win the game for the Cowboys. They had a pick six. They had a fumble recovery. They're playing Washington. Who even knows what quarterback is going to be in there? I like, if you need a fill-in to get you by on a bad matchup or of a bye week, I might start the Giants defense this week. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, you could say actually, that's crazy. No, I don't actually have a problem with that. I, I, there's so few defenses out there and there are so many bad matchups. Like you said, I don't want to start the Buffalo Bills versus Kansas City. I don't want to start Houston versus Tennessee. I don't want to start Tennessee versus Houston. So when you start going around, you know, there's I'm not opposed to the Giants because the Washington football team is not an especially overpowering offense no, no. I and mean, I, we, don't, we don't even know what quarterback we don't even know the quarterback there's a lot there's a lot going on yeah by there. the way ryan Tannehill, the ninth most fantasy points per game amongst quarterbacks so far in 2020 so yes he would be a top 12 quarterback He's top 12 quarterback i'm sitting yeah. over here with burrow and herbert in the rookie convention and it's not working out all right well herbert um, was pretty juicy this week but you're right he's on bye. yeah so I guess, let me just take a look just to make sure. If 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 I don't get Tannehill, uh-huh. okay, okay. We talked a lot about him on the Sunday recap show. Fitzmagic is available against the New York Jets. Also an former team. Re- I mean. Re- I like it. I mean, he I has a, I put significantly a bit on him more points than Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Then I mean, then then Philip River, Philip Rivers in the league I'm looking only has 60 fan fantasy points on the Ryan year. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the sixth most fantasy points amongst quarterbacks on a per game basis. So there you go. Uh, okay, Tannehill or or Fitzpatrick. There's a question. Tannehill versus the Texans. So, Fitzpatrick versus the Jets. If I could I'm get both. S- yeah, I mean, and, th- and this is one of the debates I was having even in FanDuel because they're both so good and they're not expensive on FanDuel. 
I'm leaning Tannehill because I think there will be a higher game total point total because I don't think that Ryan Tannehill will have to throw as much. He, you know, they may ease up a little bit. They could run the ball a little more because I don't think the Jets are going to put up many points. So for that reason, I'm leaning Tannehill because I think Deshaun Watson and his club are starting to vibe a little bit, starting to get fun. More and so I'm just out. expecting more points. Yeah, yeah, it is actually the high. And we're going to get into this. This is your this is your move that I love the over-unders for FanDuel uh, on FanDuel Sportsbook. They have the highest over-under total that game. Texans-Titans yeah. at 55. All right, I'm going I'm going Tannehill. If I don't get Tannehill, I'm doubling right back to get Fitzpatrick. The only other quarterback out there that I sniffed around this week to fill in for Drew Brees, and then I ended up stupidly, I guess I'm going to blow it because I might even have a FanDuel team built around him. Uh I think this is a really sneaky, this is a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky week for Kirk Cousins. No <laughs> one's going to have the balls to play Kirk Cousins at I all. Agree. No one should, okay? Atlanta Falcons, that's everything you could ask for. We now yeah. know that Thielen is feeling good and is fully back. So like, and you know, Mattinson, I'm sure they're going to feed Mattinson, but this might be a sneaky good week for Kirk Cousins. I 100% agree, and I considered building a lineup around him as well. I mean, I we'll get to all that, but you did. We're going to get okay, to it. It's this is going to be great. This is going to be good stuff. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, we might as well. Okay, I guess my last thing I had in seasonal stuff. Um, for you, and this is like a matter of preference, okay? And I don't want to jinx anybody's seasonal, okay? Right. But how far, we're going into week six, so five games in. Mm-hmm. How far, when do you start looking toward playoff matchups or have you already? Meaning, you know, I got this guy's playing this team in week 15 and this defense. I know the Ravens are playing the Bengals in week 15 and that's good. Like how far ahead do you have to be? Or do you have like, do you not look, do you just go week by week? Cause I start looking around now if I have a good record. And I'm th- I don't want to so, jinx anything. Three and one in this Gotham League. So I yeah. start, you know, if I win this week, I start sniffing around the championship weeks. So I have to say I take a very, you know, Eckhart Tolle approach to fantasy football. <laughs> and I try to live in the now and not look ahead. That being said, I did consider when making my draft picks early that Christian McCaffrey had a bye week in week 13. And if I were in playoffs, that might not be the time. Um, so that did cross my mind. Obviously now that's not really an issue. Anyway, we have other Christian McCaffrey issues, right. uh, including but it kept the you from drafting him. So good, but it did, it, it did worked. make, yeah, if I had a number one pick, I kind of, or a number two pick, I thought, well, maybe I like Zeke a little more, um, or Saquon that didn't work out for me either, but there you go. Uh, so I, I guess I think about it that much, but um, no, I don't go peeking ahead too much. I just try to take it week by week so that I don't psych myself out and end up making a move for two weeks in the future that screws me up for what I'm doing <laughs> right now. Um, yeah. So I try to just deal with it as it as it rolls. I think I might have just outed my one of my biggest flaws. I get to four and one. I start looking at week 15 and I fall asleep <laughs> behind the wheel. I think what happens is if you do it too much, then you start assuming they're going to have that team healthy. Well, who knows? They could be without Dak Prescott. Like we wouldn't have guessed that last week that the team would be playing in that week. It's really, I really do it with defenses and quarterbacks are what I really look at. And that's like in one league I have Mahomes. So I'm not going to do it in that league (laughs) because Mahomes is a must start. But in this Drew Brees league where Drew has the job for now for me, Herbert's breathing down his neck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I saw like a week 15, you know, Titans Jets or whatever the matchup is that you would love and you could maybe grab Tannehill now and stash him, I might hang on yeah. to him and cut Herbert and just, yep, you know, you're not losing that much on the bench and just knowing that it might swing a decision for me is what I'm yeah, getting I think, at on the bench. I think you're smart. No, I think you're smart when you're thinking about what to do, especially if you're not making any reactionary moves and you have the room on your bench. So that's smart. In fact, I've had to pick up a few quarterbacks over the last few weeks because of all the COVID stuff. And right. I've decided I usually don't carry an extra quarterback. I've decided not to drop them because I'd rather drop, you know, someone else because I've, I like to been liking to play these matchups with how yeah. much variation there's been. Yeah, Which and you got to use those IR spots if you have them so, so you can yeah. carry a little bit more. 
for sure. All right. That's really all I had on seasonal stuff. Going into week six is going to be interesting. Um, let's let's get into the FanDuel stuff now. And before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. Waiver Wired is proud to be presented by FanDuel Fantasy. I love fantasy football and I have been playing FanDuel every single Sunday. And guess what? It's the most fun I have all week. Have you never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free this NFL season, no deposit required. Just sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season where you can win real prizes. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Jerry, why do you love playing on FanDuel? Uh, That's a pretty easy question for me, Jen, because I am a drafter, okay? I love playing on FanDuel because I get to pick a new team every single game. And you're also competing for cash payouts. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play for free this NFL season. No deposit required. Just sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you go to FanDuel.com slash WaiverWired or download the FanDuel Fantasy app to play now. FanDuel, more ways to win. Now back to the show, Jen. Okay, so a lot happened last week and we we were delayed on some final scores and all that stuff and we, we're, we're all up to speed now, it seems like. Um, let's start with our 1v1 and uh, our guy Nick, who we had on the show not that long ago, he went one-on-one with our mystery guest, and I can say he did not come out on top. This means a few things. Wow. Um, first off, yeah, he had some questionable starts. I, he went for it. I give Nick props. He went for it. But more important than that, <laughs> our mystery guests are 3-0. and and the only time one of our winners have won is against me when I was the mystery guest. So oh, man. basically, I, there's only one person in the week 16 tournament of champions so far. And it's the person that I went one on one with. What is going on? I don't know, but maybe we should cut this part out of the pod. Should we edit that out? No, I think we got to listen. I think I have to. I think I have to wear it and wait until you hear. I have a voice note uh, going to, to, to Nick. Wait until you hear who our mystery guest Ooh. was this week. The reveal. Okay, can you please introduce yourself? Uh, you are a mystery guest this week. Please introduce yourself. Hi, Nick. This is Jerry's mom, and I won. <laughs> you did win. You did win. So when you made your lineup, who do you think did it for you this week? Who was your key player? Menchu was my key play. He reminded me of Burt Reynolds with that Fu Manchu. Is that why you picked him? Oh, definitely. And Burt Reynolds played what? Football. He was a football player. Anything you want to say to Nick after this defeat? Oh well, better luck next time, next week. Sorry. Wow. Did you you get Brooklyn style, right? You went Brooklyn style. Brooklyn's in the house. Oh boy. Sorry, Nick. Uh not only humbling for Nick, but humbling for me that my mom was able to get a W in the 1v1. (laughs) So she was visiting uh she came to see her grandson this past weekend, and I thought, you know what? Again, we only had one person in the week 16. Now, I'm not trying to throw, but I'm like, let, let's let me get my mom involved here. She loves the podcast as your dad loves the podcast, you mm-hmm. know, similar type parent vibes. So I started showing her some players. She she watches football. She's not the most devout fan. The minute she laid eyes on Gardner Minshew, <laughs> I think it was over. She went, is that Burt Reynolds? I'm like, no, it's not Burt. It's Gardner Minshew. She said, Gardner Fu Manchu. I said, no, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> And we just, she just built this team around Gardner Minshew. I was just showing her players and just coaching her up a little bit, which I thought would have worked to Nick's advantage. And sure enough, she picked a winning team. Wow. I mean, I think I'm going to start picking players based on how handsome they are and see if that works out for me. I, I, why not? I don't even know. Jimmy Garoppolo, you're starting for me this Sunday, baby. (laughs) Wow. Well, I hope I'm playing you this week then, Jen, because I don't know. I mean, Jimmy G okay, no. Yeah, looked like he was that. having a hard can't time. So again, Nick, thank you for coming on the show. Sorry, you're not going to be 
in the Week 16 Tournament of Champions is a tough loss. If you want, well, I'll go 1v1. you're going to have to and, play again. He can yeah. play again and win again and get another shot, right? You guys, just because you played once doesn't mean you can't play again. So True. And right? I will say that the contest has been filling up a lot quicker than normal. I went from like wow. Sunday afternoon to Sunday morning yeah. to Saturday. Now it's filling up by the time this podcast has been coming out. So just go. That's FanDuel.com uh, slash WaiverWired if you want to get your team in. And some other stuff happened in FanDuel. Your buddy, my new friend, your old friend, Howard Bender. Yes. We had this whole thing go on. I'm not going to say, I got a little confused yeah. by it. Okay. Yeah. This whole, he talked a lot of trash on his show. We're going to yeah, go on his show, I think, this week, right? I think we might actually do it next week next because week? of all the, yeah, totals being late coming. I think we're going to do it next week. We'll talk about it after. Okay. But, we're going to go on yes. his show and then we're going to eventually have him on ours. We we yep. tried to play. He's in our waiver wire contest. We made a little side bet that uh, it was basically, he said he could beat us with Mark Ingram already slated in as his flex blind, yes. not even looking, that he could beat us easily. Now, maybe that would have worked against me, but I thought he was crazy for also entering you into that field. We played and we got some late results and I somehow squeaked out the high total. Sure you did. got DJ charked. That just totally I got wiped DJ charked. you out. Totally did. And Howard with just an abysmal team. Yeah. Came in last. Last place. He didn't last even beat place. either of us. No, he didn't. And Jerry, like that, I got GJ charked and he still didn't beat us. And your team was actually very, very good. I I mean, how much though, I have to say. That was a very close finish between the two of us. Less it than was. a point. It was. 0. 0.76. And, and I was like, this is what some people would call a bad beat. <laughs> but. And then totally the whole. So we decided, it's, you know, there's already yeah. money and stuff like that going around in FanDuel. Let's do. We did like a bobblehead bet. And then I got confused as to how Howard was explaining it where the loser picks I, I don't even know what happens on during so the idea head. was i wanted a howard bender bobblehead to put in our video to show right. him like a trophy like we beat him right and like a so, body like a like, like a, a body like yeah a, yeah so like the idea him. was that we would get to pick the body so it would be comical and he would have to put his head on it and that would be like a trophy it. for winning the bet um but and if he would have won he would have got one of each of us yeah we each okay. would have had to send him one well, that's and but good but he was going to send each of us one and we got to pick the body. Um, so we still have that. That is not off. We still won. However, I guess it's possible since it was such a close finish. Um, Reshuffle. We could, we could be kind and give him another shot. Um, and there was a lot going on. Know, and also, there I was think a lot going on this weekend. Like now that I am the winner, like I would almost rather have a bobblehead of me in the body of my choice. That might actually be I mean, good for the winner. That would be cool too. So maybe we should just do it again. Yeah. Maybe there's just going to be a whole lot of bobbleheads. Maybe we're going to have a giant at the end of this podcast. We're going to have just like a credenza full of bobbleheads of our trophies and of the ourselves. Of just room. all the people we've taken down, all the people that want to challenge us. And we're just going to line them all up. All right, Howard, we're, we're coming back for you. We're going to do it again, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll do the winner gets to pick the bobblehead body for their own face. I don't know. Bottom line is all I know after all this is I want a damn bobblehead. I you want sure a fantasy-driven, earned bobblehead. Sure That's did. all I really know. And um, I won on your back because he so nicely allowed us to, to be together. Like if either one of us had won, he was going to consider himself the loser. So we weren't, we were two on one and he, he set the terms of the bet. So thank you very much for winning me a Bobby. Bobble yeah. Maybe well, we could Jerry. do, could we do a three person fan duel snake draft? I don't even know if that's allowed. I don't even we know. Could, I'm, just, I'm just trying yeah. to help him. I'm trying to help him out. I'm trying to help our buddy Howard out. Yeah, I know. He needs our help. Let me tell you. Actually, it's terrifying when Howard Bender puts down a bet because he's really good. He's gone to finals in some of these things. Like, but when he said he could beat us with Mark Ingram in the flex, I thought, I think maybe he's why just the blind market. I just don't get it. Mark far. Ingram was a great player, but fantasy wise, why the blind? He felt he just... that he felt that the matchup that he was just sure he could see him getting two short yardage goal line carries. He was betting on two touchdowns. I argued with him. I said it could be anybody. It'll be Lamar Jackson. Right. He's Dobbins, gonna, you know, anyone. 
Dobbins. It could be Gus Edwards, for God's sakes. So anyway, he could have been right. He could have just as easily been right, because the fact is, we don't know. It's like trying to predict, is it Darrell Henderson, Malcolm Brown, or Cam Akers? Oh, please, don't get me started on that. Uh <sighs> Did you have? Did you get a Fanduel team in yet? Are you? Did you? I do did. you have a lineup built? I and did. should we discuss? I, I did. I had so many lineups I want to build this week. Actually, I really had trouble honing in on one, but I decided um, I did go with one, and uh, we can talk about it if you want. It sounds like we may have had sort of a similar idea with what we were doing. Well, I have. Uh, yeah, I have two teams kind of like I, I i always do like my son now that we're using like all like i always have my sunday million mm -hmm. team in there that i could oh that i that i build that also could just be like my I, I look at those two lineups before i finalize my waiver wired contest so would you like to go first because if we could discuss and then i could always give my my other line sure. that I really like. And, and, you know, maybe you're doing it the better way because I always do the waiver wired contest first and I always do fine in waiver wired, but I always win money in the two lineups I enter after that. Like I didn't win any money in our contest last week. I totally won in the other one. So maybe I need to do what you do and wait. Listen, I, I, <laughs> I should really use be, my first lineup. <laughs> I would be careful as to uh, what you, you do that I do. I would just be careful with that. That's a slippery no, slope. Okay. No. Um, so. I will say I looked again and we've talked about this over and over again, and we'll just keep pounding on this guys. Cause I really think this is good advice. Las Vegas is rarely wrong. A way to be good with bets is you look at game totals. You see who they expect to have the highest expected points and you use players from those games. Now it's not always right, but they're really, really good. And the same, by the way, with player props, if you want to get even sneakier, if you see a player prop that says, hey, this week, Derrick Henry is going to have 96 yards over or under. If they think 96 is the over or under rate, you, you know, probably Derrick Henry is a strong play. So there's a lot of ways to be sneaky about it. And FanDuel does have a sports book. Even if you can't gamble on their sports book, you can look at their odds and their props and use it as a cheat sheet for your fantasy. And now that I've given away all our secrets and it's going to be even harder for us to win, I'm going to say that I decided to build this on that game that you were talking about, Minnesota and Atlanta. Yes. And I considered going Kirk Cousins, but then <laughs> I said, Jen, let's do something to back up what you said on the last pod. Okay. You're going to start Matt Ryan, Jen, because of two reasons. One, everybody's off him. They're so frustrated. Two, they just fired their head coach. Worked last week for Deshaun Watson. We knew coming into the season this was a high-powered office. We know their defense still stinks. Probably won't <laughs> be a lot better this week. Maybe a little better. But I think that sets up Matt Ryan for a big game. He may have Julio Jones back. So I decided I'm going to roll it. Uh, I'm going with Matt Ryan. So I'm going on the other side of that if you're going Kirk Cousins. And then from that game, and he's going to be my FanDuel pick of the week, uh, Alexander Madison, bargain priced at $7,000, came in after Cook left the game, absolutely tore it up, was every bit as good as Cook, um, using him because he's not only system, he's really, really good. And I'm going back to the well with James Robinson, who has a really great matchup versus Detroit. I think he was a little bit a victim of uh, Houston being fired up and their defense being a little better. Uh, they ended up throwing the ball more, um, but I still love James Robinson in this spot, only 6,500. And then I got to play Calvin Ridley. How do you not play Calvin Ridley, right? He's going to be awesome. Then from the other side of that game, instead of playing Adam Thielen, who is so good and I love Adam Thielen, I decided to go with Justin Jefferson. Save a little money here, thinking maybe they'll cover Adam a little more. Not that that's very threatening from Atlanta, but decided to go Jefferson. Then that's I decided, my must-have this weekend. Is it? He's Perfect. my must-have so this weekend. We're vibing. We're vibing today. Um, then I went to the other game that has a really high point total, and that is the Tennessee Titans and Texans game. And I said, I'm going to use uh, at tight end Jonu Smith, who actually on the season has almost identical numbers to Mark Andrews, who I'm starting in my flex. Oh, because what? I you're going know tight end two flex? tight ends. Is this crazy? I know. It's, I know it's crazy. Oh, you're going rogue this week. Wow. I'm going rogue. But 
Philadelphia has surrendered so many points to the tight end. And I think he's the favorite receiver of Lamar Jackson. So that's where I am now. I could change. I threw in AJ Brown because I wanted more of that offense. I thought he looked great. He's only 6,500. And then I'm using the Miami Dolphins because they're facing the Jets as a defense. It's a little bit of a wacko lineup. Might change it. Or I might just roll with it. I'm just looking. Um, that is very similar to the secondary lineup I put in. By the way, I love the guts of putting Mark Andrews in at flex. <laughs> it's it's, and I think we had this conversation with uh, Dave Damashek on Twitter, and I think we talked about it on the show where it's like you just feel like you have to use all of your salary cap money, right? Similarly, mm -hmm. I think when you're picking your flex, you always feel like it has to be a running back or star wide receiver. You, do. you never think really, not since maybe the the heyday of Gronk at his highest, like you never really put see Andrews or Kelsey or Kittle in the flex. That's usually people usually build their teams around getting enough money to put one of those star tight ends at tight end. Tight and then end. the flex is usually maybe a little more sleeperish. That is so you, you're starting Mark Andrews and Janu yeah. Smith. Smith. Wow, and it feels a little weird. You're right. No, like, I, I love kept it. Having doubts about it, I was like, God, that's two tight ends though. But then I look at them and I'm I love like, it. But they're so good. I don't know if, hmm, I don't know if you are just going straight up on genius mode here, or if my dumb stuff has been rubbing off on you, and now you're going so you're trying to get such the like what I do is to get the perfect lineup that no one will have. I don't think you will come across too many Johnu Smith, Mark Andrews plays, which makes you a threat. It's going to be one of those teams, I think, that you're in the top 10 or maybe the bottom 10. If, that, if this works out, <laughs> you, you yeah. like I said, you are going to be getting points in areas that not a lot of people are getting points at. So interesting. I like it. Who's your defense just out of curiosity? It is uh, Miami because they're facing the Jets. Right. But I you're have 300 yeah. more dollars, so I can play with that a little bit if I want to. So we'll see. Right. Well, yeah, I my my secondary team. I had cousins in there. I, again, I do think that if you uh, this is the week to to do it. I've done it earlier in Fanduel where it was not the week and it was painful. I got I basically went cousins, Mattinson, Thiel, and Jefferson. I just think that you're playing Atlanta. That that game it's the high. That game could be an outright shootout. Um, I have Ridley in that in that game as well. I have the Dolphins D as well, and then I have this like a. Then it gets a little difficult. I have a Mike Davis Kareem Hunt play. I I like that. That's I like it. It's kind of what got me off this. And oh, and I have Gronk at tight end. I still the Gronk week is happening. I don't know when, so I might just leave this. This is gonna be my in the Sunday million because I put a few of those in as like a lotto ticket. I don't love this team as much as I love this next team. This is good. I'm going to have a version of this lineup in our in our contest, okay? I built a team around Ryan Tannehill. We discussed him a I lot love it. this love week, it. okay? So then I went Tannehill for 7,300, and then building out my running backs, I, I, Aaron Jones is just someone I never play. I don't know mm -hmm. what it is. I don't know what I have against him in fantasy. I don't... Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've had any lineups with him at all this year, and he is killing it. So... I made him my kind of big ticket item. I backed him up at running back with Devonta Freeman. I know Washington's defense, not terrible against the run. I just like what I saw from Freeman. He's starting to get more and more carries each week. I think he officially has his legs. And I think if the Giants are going to score, I really do think he's their best threat at getting in the end zone. Um, sticking with the, the Vikings... Falcons game. I do have Adam Thielen in this lineup, although Justin Jefferson is my must-have of the week. So I might be swap. There might be a swap here. Uh, I went Kenny Galladay. Love it. Seventy-two hundred bucks. I feel like really good value. You clearly Stafford needs him. I think now he's healthy coming off the bye weekend. You could say he's a hundred percent playing against Jacksonville. I mm -hmm. think there's. I, I think Galladay is a good play there. Do I have to worry about Galladay at all? No, I was considering building a lineup around uh, Matt Stafford and Kenny Galladay. Honestly, I think that's a great connection this week. And once Galladay was back, Matt Stafford's points just went uh, through the roof. Like yeah. it, it, they need each other. You have to put them together. 
And not to sound like a broken record, I still think uh, at $6,500 for Robbie Anderson, I don't really care who he's playing. I know they're playing no. the Bears. It's a little it's a little tougher. It's not an easy matchup. You're right. But I, I, for $6,500, right. I just don't care. I'm starting him. Uh, so that rhymes out. I mean, that's my receiving core. Galladay, Thielen, Robbie Anderson, and then tight end. Who else do you think I'm going to have out there? I think it's, I think he deserves the start. Is Robert motherfucking Tanya. <laughs> He's still only sixty two hundred dollars. We may have missed yeah. the missed the boat on this. It might, you know, yeah. now he's no longer a secret. So, you know, maybe the Bucks are going to draw something up to take him away. But uh, I don't know. Rob, that over under in the Packers Bucks game fifty four. So we could see mm -hmm. some points. Yep. It's Brady. It's Rogers. It's big time matchup. We're gonna really see if Robert Motherfucking Tanyan has what it takes. Uh, I backed it up in my flex with a player that. I just think he's going to get the ball a lot more because Philip Rivers is not doing the Colts any favors at this point. A lot of people still now want to have the Brissett Rivers debate, and I think it's worth having officially because, you know, at least two of Brissett, you get some mobility. Rivers is stuck down there. Jonathan Taylor, who's been great this year, yeah. I think. I think there's so many issues going on with Rivers and stuff. I think they're going to get Taylor the ball even more. And they're going against the Bengals. It's not a big right. threat there. I think we have a monster week coming from Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I do too. And I debated even using him as a pick of the week as well. Um, but I think I had already had. So I, I made it easier because I decided, well, I've used Jonathan Taylor before. Let's use someone else. He is absolutely going to have a good game this week. Rushing yards per game. Um, Cincinnati's given up the sixth most rushing yards per game. They've given up the 10th most points to opposing running backs so far this year. Jonathan Taylor, absolutely great play. And, uh, I, you know, this is really, this is kind of my version of you're starting two tight ends. This is my version of uh, you are really either a genius or you're, uh, you're going to be in last place. I'm starting the Giants defense at thirty nine hundred dollars. I mean, I'm 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 not opposed. They've gotten I'm better really and better every week. They I have. know that Cowboy game was a shoot. That you're not stopping the Cowboys. Uh, I'm sorry, you're just not. So I don't read too much. I look more at the Rams games, and the Rams came out last week offensively and looked great. I look more at the Rams game than I do at the Cowboy game. Playing the Redskins, again, there's quarterback issues. The Giants had a pick six, which is huge. Um, I mean, again, in fantasy. So I'm just, that's my flyer of the week. And that's going to be a version of that. The only thing, the only change that you may potentially see is possibly you might see maybe Robbie Anderson swapped out for, for Justin Jefferson, potentially. But, uh, I almost well, are we see... using the four o'clock game this week in our contest? Last week we did. I believe we are. Sure yes. If we are, wow. Then, then yeah. Then you have Green Bay in play. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Green tough. Bay, also good. Yeah. Yeah, I just think Rogers, Brady. I don't know. I think it's going to be a little bit of an old old school shootout. Yep, I think so too. And you know, actually. Um, Ronald Jones kind of has a good matchup. I mean, it's kind of hard to you know, see. You it, who but wants it, to actually start Ronald Jones? Admit but that you love Ronald Jones as a fantasy threat. You do. I don't. I think it's I like don't. 12, 15 points a game. I feel like you brought up Ronald Jones way he's more than me this year. He's had a few good, because he's had a few good matchups and he's delivered and it's disgusting and you don't want to <laughs> do it. But sometimes you just got to do it. Hold on. Let me take a look here. At Robert, let's just look at Robert Jones's points here. What Ronald did he do Jones. last week? Let's Ronald see. Jones. So look, fifty-eight hundred. The value for sure. He's averaging seventy-one point eight rushing yards a game. Yeah. Okay, so he's averaging. That's a minimum of seven. You know, seven points right there. Fifty-eight hundred dollars. Okay. His game log goes nine point two, nine point seven, eight point three, fifteen point eight. Yeah, real nice game against the Chargers. And then 14 versus the Bears. So he is sort of coming on. And Fournette, questionable to play. It's clearly Ronald Jones is going to get the bulk. So I, I guess for 5,800, it is a good play. Yeah, it is. And that's what it is. To me, it's always about value. I don't, like, for me, like, if I'm looking and I want a smash spot, you know, running back this week, it's Derrick Henry. You know, I look at the Texans run defense, but Derrick Henry's $9,000. So when I'm kind of going through this, I'm trying to look for most, where I can get the most value at each position so I can get, 
the best total points I can for my budget. So, uh, you know, you know, sometimes that means, you know, in order to use a Derrick Henry, use a Ronald Jones. And I feel like a Ronald Jones is, could be worth it if you can use Derrick Henry. You know what? My last question for you, because now I'm looking at this and I might have a flaw. I may have a Uh-oh. flaw. And if I am going to swap Robbie Anderson out, because they are the exact same amount nice. of money on the salary cap. Uh, and I, would, I never want to bench Robbie Anderson, but being that I'm starting Tannehill, yeah. should I have AJ Brown. Brown paired? I was having the same, I was going back and forth between Robbie Anderson and AJ Brown as well. And I've switched it. But now if you have Tannehill, is it worth just taking the shot and going I in would. on the Titans? Or I would go in on the Titans. I don't want to bench Rob- Robbie's my guy. Risk. Or you can diversify your risk. Totally. But there's a higher point total in that Tennessee Titans game. So I just think there just might be a few more opportunities. It's it's a toss-up. Uh, the floor for Robbie Anderson has been what's so incredible. You know, you look at Robbie Anderson, he's going to get you a minimum amount of yards every week, and there's just no way around it. I mean, he's not dependent on touchdowns. In fact, he only has like one so far this year, and he's still put up all those points. Imagine once he starts getting into the end zone, and he will. Yeah, I'm going to. All right. Well, that's my unofficial lineup. I'm going to have to look long and hard at this. But, uh, you know, big week in FanDuel. We're running out of time to get in the Tournament of Champions. We got a little Howard Bender matchup. We we are in contact with our winner from this last week. Again, it was a little bit late in the results. Uh, you've interacted a little bit with him on Twitter. He has a lot of he 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 talks about fantasy a lot on the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. He's totally involved asking questions. And uh, I'm excited. This is the big he told me it was the biggest win he's ever had. He couldn't believe it. He's so excited. So I'm super stoked for him. Uh, I hope he brings it home in the head to head this week. But you never know. I mean, mystery guests could be. I might have to be the mystery guest, though, so we can try (laughs) and get him a win. And I promise you, when I lost and I'll say it again, I did not throw. Go look at my lineup. I thought my lineup was good. <laughs> I trust me. If I pop in as the mystery guest picker again, which I reserve that right, I'm not throwing. I promise. It's not in my nature to throw. I try to win everything. So uh <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Um, well, good luck this week. Yeah. Um, it seems, and hopefully again, I I'm just sending out the good vibes to the NFL players on the COVID stuff. I hope everybody stays safe and I hope we don't see any of these outbreaks and just trying to send good vibes, not even just as a fan of football, but as a human sending out good vibes over there. And um, I'm going to start looking at bobblehead bodies for myself. Obviously the rock jumps out me, my head on the rocks body. I like that. Um, I like that. Oh, maybe my head on like Bruce Lee's body go a little leaner, maybe something a little leaner and, and faster. I don't know, but yeah. those are a few early candidates. I'm gonna have to start looking at some bodies for myself too. Who, who? Sh- I, I mean, my, the the one jumping out to me is probably like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, wrong I think that's with pretty Wonder good, Woman? right? It's fantastic. But I'm gonna look at the options because maybe I'm missing somebody. I gotta, I gotta look. Yeah. Well, we're gonna start the bobblehead war chest trophy collection. I think we <laughs> should. And anybody yeah. listening. Get at us on Twitter if you want to get involved in some of this, okay? I just want bobbleheads everywhere of, of my <laughs> victories. I just All hope right, I Jen, end up with more than um, two. I think it's time to wrap it up. And uh, good luck to everybody out there going into week six. It's, uh, yeah, we're running out of weeks here, so make your moves. 